0: Welcome to The Product Doula Presents, the podcast that helps you navigate the complex journey of bringing your product-based business to life. I'm your host, Christina Vanakor, and I'm excited to be your guide on this journey. Each week, I'll interview guest experts, product-based entrepreneurs, and provide education and insights to help you make informed decisions for your business. I know that launching and scaling a product-based business can be overwhelming, and that's why I'm here. I'm like your very own Product Doula, guiding you through every step of the process. From market research and product development, to manufacturing and distribution got you covered. There's no sugar coating around here, so buckle your seatbelts and let's jump in. Hello everyone and welcome back to the product doula presents. I am excited because we have yet another guest on the show that I met at one of my networking events, which was super fabulous. Um, it's really interesting when you find someone who works with product-based business owners in a super unique way, similar to myself. And so I am excited to welcome Mary from Boone LLC. Mary began her retail career as an inventory planner for Target, Tiffany, and Victoria's Secret. She founded Boone with an unmatched vision for the industry. She wanted a flexible, personalized inventory planning experience for every client. And I think that is super amazing. So Mary, thank you so much for coming on the show. And please share a little bit more about your journey with our audience.
1: Yes, thank you so much for having me. It's great, as you said, to meet a fellow product-based business entrepreneur or servicing the product-based business entrepreneurs um, ourselves. And yeah, you know, I, my career started in the big retail, as you said, target, I was trained by the best, right? I really learned best practices, how everything works together. Um, And I kind of joke that I moved from biggest to smallest in terms of companies, right? I learned from the big and I've been progressing down in terms of, Getting more impact with those same skills in the smaller businesses. Um, and really in all in that inventory management, um, function where I'm really looking at how to make sure that product based businesses have the right product at the right time, in the right amount, and in the right place. So that's really where my career was. And I started Boone in 2017, but you know, I had definitely had that experience where I was able to, um, understand all those best practices and bring it to product-based businesses that were emerging that may not have this functional area or may need bandwidth, right? We service clients in a variety of ways where they may have a small team, they may have someone who understands some level of the inventory information or demand planning or how to forecast, but it's not their functional expertise or they're growing quickly, right? They're scaling and we're able to jump in and provide that um, bandwidth to, to teams. And see, I started it. I'm just thinking that I could take those same skills and provide a service that I wasn't seeing in the market for businesses in this functional area.
0: I love that. And it's so incredibly important, right, what you're doing with this inventory forecasting, because it's true. That's not your zone of genius when you're a product based business owner. You're an inventor. You're a visionary. (laughs) and. That's where you want to stay. And I always say like operations and logistics planning and such like that, that I work on when I'm helping someone bring a product to market is like the unsexy side of business, but Mm -hmm. it's necessary to have your business scale. So I I love that you found that hole and that you filled it with what you're doing. So explain what are the common challenges that you're seeing product-based business owners come when it comes to inventory planning? Like, a ideal client that comes to you, where, where are their biggest challenges that they're facing?
1: I mean, the easy thing we see, of course, is out of stocks and over stocks, right? Where you're not matching that supply to the demand. And a lot of times we get a client who says, help me with my inventory planning." And what we do there is we really say, stop, let's work first on your demand forecasting. Are you able to forecast correctly in order to match that supply? and in doing that the way Boone is able to be flexible and agile to that client is we look at them omni channel right so are you planning a e-commerce base are you looking any brick and mortar are you doing any wholesaling and how are we forecasting differently across channel how are we also forecasting differently by sku by style right we see a lot of businesses that think the assortment is a one size fits all or that you're going to, to demand like the demand and the the um just the velocity of SKUs are going to be more similar than we than they actually are. And so we're able to come in with that knowledge and even just so scenario planning. What if your pink outperforms your black? What if your large outperforms your small in certain products, right? If you add an additional scent of a candle, it may not perform the exact way as your original scent of the candle. You have to look at holistically and you have to look down to the right level of the assortment. So it's really getting knowing your numbers and getting those analytics correct, in order to spend time getting that demand right to match that inventory. And then ultimately, we try to reduce those overstocks and out of stocks. Never do we have like a crystal ball and make it perfect, right? But the idea is that you have a forecasting accuracy, you have a sense of why you chose to make that purchase order against that particular product, even if it doesn't materialize exactly as the forecast indicated. You have some sense of ownership across the entire team, Boone and the client together, really understanding like what inputs are we discussing as far as even marketing, right? Marketing becomes a huge partner to us in our forecasting. Operations becomes a huge partner. I think of us as a very, very cross-functional um, teammate in that way because any input changes that demand forecast that ultimately leads to that inventory planning. So um, we see clients yeah, come to us with the hurdle of like, I'm not, my inventory isn't matching what I need it to. And we really have to back them up and say, okay, let's think about what, when are you going to sell what, right? If we say we need the right product, the right time and the right amount, well, what are you going to sell when? Then we can back it up and say, all right, let's help you forecast when you need to bring that in to match that demand.
0: I love that you said know your numbers. I've said that in the, I think, eight episodes that I have recorded thus far. I have said it probably in every single one of them because mm-hmm. knowing your numbers doesn't just mean your profit number or your revenue number. Know your numbers is there's a whole lot of numbers in the product based business world. Yeah. Yes. So, what differentiates Boone and working with you as a team versus just one of the apps that you can download as an add on to your website?
1: Yes, amazing question. And I think, you know, technology is, is coming a long way. There's a lot of innovation happening, there's a lot of opportunity to elevate your numbers, to really be able to manipulate numbers, to be able to have numbers at your fingertips. But what we like to say for using Boone or any inventory planner is that the inputs or the outputs only as good as the input, right? So in terms of if you put garbage in, just junk numbers, you're going to get garbage results out. So we like to use technology at times at Boone. We like to be able to use certain technologies that help you at that point of sale, get that information quickly as to what's happening with the actuals of your selling. Again, whether that's e-commerce whether that's brick and mortar or whether that's wholesale, the quicker we can get that data in and we can use technology to bring in an app that tells me almost real time what you're selling, I can manipulate that to help my future forecasting. Also, if I'm looking future, there are products and really good apps that will help me digest that information, manipulate it with some input to forecast out what I think you're gonna sell based on the history. But Boone will come in with years of experience. So myself and my team have decades, you know, 10 years minimum, most of us have 15 plus years doing this role. So we're able to spot those exception management, we're able to say, whoa, 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 don't let the computer just trend this one product up, because it's not seeing other influences that are happening. It doesn't know that you're going to launch a product of another similar scent." And that it's going to take that demand down. It's not looking at the holistic picture if you don't have a human in there. So Boone steps in, can add to an existing app or innovation or technology, making sure that you are using it correctly. And also for clients, we can delay their need for those apps down the road in their growth, right? You may not need it early on. We may be able to fully supplement without any of that information. Just grab directly from your POS, download your information into Excel, manipulate it ourselves, do everything outside of any system and have it without needing to purchase any technology. We see that a lot. We also then see purchasing technology, but no one can run it. And we'll step in. We have that um, functional expertise. That is where our roles lie. We can run it for you. So it is about that human interaction with the innovation and the technology that really becomes um, a a critical piece for us and that we get on board quickly, right? That, That decades of experience means you don't have to train us. We pretty much understand those best practices, right, that I learned at Target. I understand what it's supposed to do. So I'll find easy ways to be flexible within a current client and get them up and running much faster a lot of alternatives. Again, trying to have your your team do it. Your, your founder. A lot of times we find the founders are trying to do it. Again, they're as you said it. They're the um, inventors. Let us take that knowing your numbers and that lifting of of the data off of you. That.
0: that was really fantastic. Like honestly. When we're right now, we're living in this sense of AI, right? Everyone's talking about AI, artificial intelligence. How do you do this? And how do you make a computer do it? Why do you have to do it yourself? And I like that you take that personalized approach, but that you also are acknowledging that the technology exists and that you can marry Mm -hmm. the two together. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think that's so, so important because there is a need still for that personal touch in all areas of business, for sure. Mm
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So how does the product based business owner go about getting started really in the inventory planning? Like as they're starting out and they're placing that first PO order for their product, where do they get started? What what, what are your like your first step suggestions?
1: Yeah, I mean, first step if you're placing that first initial purchase order, where you haven't sold a thing. Um, I mean, honestly, that's about the unit economics, right? So are you looking at understanding where you're selling? What is your pricing? What is that unit cost? And looking at it as you, I'm sure, help them through that whole operational flow, right? It's not just that first purchase. It's like, how are we looking at this economically all the way through getting it to the customer's hands? And from an inventory perspective, I wanna make sure we've optimized that. So are we looking at MOQ, right? Your minimum order quantity. Is that, do you need to just order one MOQ? Potentially, but is it gonna make sense to maybe order two MOQs so that you don't have to place an order so quickly after launch? What we find a lot is clients will sometimes under order thinking they're just gonna order 100 units. Okay, well, if that's 100 units, but if it's the lead time to get you back in that product is 60 days, well, you may sell out in the first 10 days and then you're gonna be stuck out of stock. So back to those hurdles that we find clients having as being out of stock you need to be proactive and thinking even initially forecasting out and not just making a initial reaction at the moment like i just want to order that moq like we like to call it sometimes like effective order quantity so minimum order quantity and then like an effective order quantity is not always the same thing Um, also is there a price break right so if you order a hundred it may be a different cost than if you order a thousand and we wouldn't recommend a 1,000 if, if that would be the equivalent to two years of what you think you'll sell of that product. But there are times where it might make sense to purchase in advance if it's a core product that's going to live forever in your assortment that you really are going to stand behind from a marketing, from an acquisition standpoint. So my recommendations really at that initial stage are to know your numbers and think about them beyond the scope of that immediate moment. Try to expand your scope and think Longer term than that initial moment.
0: I and I agree one hundred percent. We when I work with clients, we talk about that. You know, what is the lead time for getting a product? Because there is big expenses, obviously, as you're purchasing your products, and there's expenses of getting your business off the ground. And so you're looking at your minimum order quantity. You're looking at what your bottom line is, what your investment has been that that thus far. But if your lead time is six weeks, which is not unheard of depending on mm-hmm. where you're ordering product from and what you're having made, you can sell out in a week or two. And now here we are with this hot audience that you have that you've built and ready to launch. And now you have no product to sell to them for another six weeks. Mm-hmm. So I 100% agree with that. Now, a question I have is when you're putting your inventory together on the back end, say, of your Shopify store or however mm-hmm. you're selling, and you know that you're going to be gifting product to people, do you qu- account for that in your inventory or do you pull that out right off the bat and just be like, oh, well, I'm going to hold these extras just in case?
1: Yeah, as a, that's a great question. And like I'm over here definitely giggling because as an inventory planner, as someone who deals with this day in and day out, It is a critical piece that we need to make sure we understand inventory available for sale and inventory for everything else. And for me, I almost don't care what everything else means. I needed to go in a different bucket and think about like your bank account, right? Like you have to allocate your funds to a certain portion of the business. So my recommendation is to absolutely remove that as quickly as you know that you're going to use it for something that isn't sellable products. Influencers, marketing, team gratis that you're going to gift to people on the team. If you have any brick and mortar store employees that are going to get it, just a trial and, you know, a trial program, remove it from your Shopify. Do not put it in there, hold it off. If you have depending warehouse, if you need it to place somewhere else physically, you don't have to, but if you wanted to physically locate it somewhere else, that would be ideal. And if you do change, if it changes to where your demand out expect or your exceed expectations, you could choose to, re, to change your strategy on those other things that you're doing and pull some back in available for sale within those first couple of days of launch. But I absolutely cannot stress enough to remove that from what is available to sell. And from knowing your numbers back to that, because that is not going to generate revenue, right? Those are free items. When we think about the total potential that your inventory could generate for you, we talked about that a lot with clients. So if you have a revenue goal, are you even buying enough inventory to meet that expectation and you need to remove anything that you are going to gift, marketing, gratis, trial, it needs to come out of that number in order to to manage what you're truly going to sell.
0: I I sat here and giggled as well as you were talking (laughs) through that because I had a a client who they had to have it like out of the bucket where they were holding the product. Like they just needed to know it was out of there because they were afraid that they would grab. Um, And so that's really important. And it's true to compare it really to a bank account because I feel like that's something that's easy for us to think of where we're all doing as business owners, we all have taxes that we have to pay, right? And so, you know, you may have a separate tax account for yourself. So you know that you're never paying over Very similar in the inventory with your product, you know, hold that product to the side, but you still have to account for it. You still want to know what that dollar figure is, what it's worth to you, what you spent on it, so that you can calculate that into your profitability numbers and your spend and all of that. So brilliant. Now, with your inventory planning process, say someone is just getting started again today. what can they be doing to make sure that they're set up for success in the inventory planning process going forward? So the orders are starting to roll in. Thankfully, products like Shopify exist where they're hopefully doing the right thing, right? There's no (laughs) glitches there. Inventory is moving the way it should. But what else can they do to make sure that they're set up for success?
1: Yeah, I think um, not to sound like a broken record, but really understanding the sales and those numbers of what is happening to the demand, right? We're saying you're asking the question of how to manage your inventory. And I'm going to turn it back around again and say, please make sure you understand your demand that's selling. And I say that because if you're watching Shopify, you may happen to notice hmm, pink extra smalls are look like they're driving the sales today. Or you may hear from a certain customer, huh? I love the vanilla scented, but is that truly what the best selling product is? And is it what you expect based on your inventory? So we talk a lot about sell-through. So a new a new launched product, a new entrepreneur, a new product-based business, it'd be really smart to think about your sell-through as you watch your sales come in. So how many units have you sold divided by how many units you have available to sell of that product, right? With the idea that if you hit 100%, you're out of stock. And um, if you are only at 5%, you have a lot more potential to sell in that product. So really understanding how that sales is coming in against the inventory will help you know yeah, you know, what is gonna drive your business and what do you need more of and what are you maybe sitting on too much of? And again, back to us being partners, cross-functionally, hey, tell the marketing team, stop marketing this one product that's at a 90% sell through, please. Look, we accidentally, over forecasted on the green, the green color isn't working so well. But hey, could you maybe market that up in an email? Or could you put it change it on the homepage? Because we have to move through that inventory, we already own it. And looking at those numbers, even very early on, can give a pretty good indication. Um, We have, we have clients that we look at things in 15 minute marks. Now they sell very quickly when they drop a product. And so to get the best size break, we have to look at 15 minutes of selling. And understand in those minutes of your highest potential customers, what are you looking at? Or what, what are you selling by size? And again, it's just getting it quickly and understanding a reaction to what's selling and that what that um, kind of like the flow chart of what that means to inventory. If you think about where's my arrow, is this happening? Yes, then go to this next bucket. If not, go to this little square over here and do this other action. And that's where Boone can really help you, right? It sounds like, oh, you you sort of know what to do. But there's a lot of those different flowcharts. We've lived it. We've breathed it. We've sat on the sides of every kind of product. You hear me referencing clothing, candles, scented things. For us, it's about understanding that flowchart, regardless of what type of product it is. We really understand how to make those decision points at any given moment um, based on your sales.
0: That's really intriguing that you mentioned that you were looking at them in 15-minute marks because we were just having a discussion where... We were talking about KPIs and watching our numbers for revenue and planning that way. And I was saying that we look at 18 months because we want to be able to see those bell curves, right? But for inventory, depending on what your inventory needs are, you could be looking at every 15 minutes for those particular numbers, right? And so that's Mm -hmm. where it comes down to understanding your numbers Mm -hmm. and not just the dollar figures and that flow, Mm -hmm. but what is actually selling, what products are moving, Mm -hmm. Now, at what point, because now you've mentioned several different variants on different things, you know, sizing and colors, Mm -hmm. how many SKUs or variants would someone want to be working with a company like Boone for inventory management?
1: You know, that's a great question. And every product is different. So we have some clients that say may only have 20 total variable variants across their entire assortment. They are core products, they live on, they are very like consumer packaged good, right? Like a very standard consumer packaged good, personal care, feminine care, those they don't need a lot of variety, as well as all the way down to a couple thousand where you're looking down by size, by color, by style. Boone is able to support all of that because regardless of your SKU count, even if you had five, if you were going to launch your brand with five candles, or three candles uh, and two trays, as a little like a home accessory, there is an opportunity to optimize that inventory. And if I can say anything, it would be to the higher SKU businesses, please get support earlier, just because it's <laughs> complex. The lower ones, it be, the lower quantity may feel like it's approachable to a non-inventory demand forecasting team. And it might be for a short period of time, um, but as you're looking to scale and grow and back to those MOQs, even a five SKU business can benefit from having this expertise in their business. And Boone will make a package for you with just five SKUs if you're in the very infancy of like just getting launched. We won't expect you don't need the same level of support as a multi thousand, multi hundreds of SKU um, apparel business that's running new fashion consistently. And we're able to use our expertise in both. So I can't express enough that like, regardless of the few count, there's a need to manage your demand forecasting and your inventory flow.
0: Incredible. (laughs) This has been so, so informative, Mary, for myself, I'm sure for the listeners. Absolutely. So share with our listeners, where can they find you? How can they work with you?
1: Yes, um, you can find us on LinkedIn at Boone LLC. You can find us on Instagram at Boone underscore LLC. You can also go to our website, um, boonllc.net. And for you product doula listeners, we have a very special page. You can navigate to boonllc.net backslash product doula for a very special um, offer where you can contact me directly to get some consultation time. Um, but any of those places are great to reach out. The website on its own also does have a contact us page, but the product duo page will give you an extra special incentive um, to find us.
0: Excellent. And all of that will be linked in the show notes for those of you that are listening. So please be sure to reach out to Mary. Again, whether you have, you know, two or three different products in your line or Oh, if you have thousands, be sure to really (laughs) reach out to Mary for sure. Um, Mary, thank you again so much for being on. This was really fantastic. I learned so, so much. I'm so excited to have my listeners listen to this and share all of this education with my clients. So thank you again. Thank you for listening to The Product Doula Presents. Go to your favorite podcast app, hit that subscribe button, and leave us a review. It will help us reach more product-based business owners and support them in achieving their business dreams you got something out of our show, I would love to hear from you. Send me your favorite takeaway or any questions you may have to info at the You might just hear the answer in a future episode. I'll see you back here next week.